the Studio Cuts Podcast with Taylor with WRRV. This is the Studio Cuts Podcast. Hey, it's Taylor from 92.7, WRRV. And the Studio Cuts Podcast is where we interview artists that were featured on Sunday Studio Cuts, our new music show on WRRV. Today, we're talking with Adrian of the Black Pumas, who you've seen perform at the presidential inauguration in January, the Grammys, and even heard on a Grey's Anatomy episode. You're based in Austin, Texas. Are you there right now? That's correct. Yeah. What is it like with the no mask mandate and the 100% capacity in Texas now? Um, you know, Austin's always been kind of its own little bubble, to be totally honest. So um, it doesn't really feel that much different here because uh, luckily the city has a you know better leadership than we have at the state level. So. <laughs> So it doesn't really feel that bad here, to be totally honest. It feels, um, it, it's. I think we. I think as a city, we kept the the mask mandate, and um, I don't know that we're at one hundred percent capacity here. Okay, because we're in New York, so for when we heard that news, it was like groundbreaking. <laughs> no, that's that was te- yeah, that's that's very Texas for you. But Austin is definitely its own <laughs> little bubble. You guys have had a really busy twenty twenty, and now a really busy start to twenty twenty one. What has it been like to just being so busy so constantly? Um, you know, it's on one hand, it's been amazing because I know that it's been kind of a hard time in general for the music industry. So it's not something we, we take for granted, the fact that, you know, we were able to kind of sustain um, a little bit of, of a career through all this, which was not um, easy to do. Uh, you know, there there's definitely days that we were like, oh, man, we wanted to, you know, be working on music, mm-hmm. you know, and just in the studio spacing out all day. But but um, it's kind of something that we just can't take for granted, like to have this opportunity to stay busy. And 2021 started off in one of the biggest ways possible for you guys. You performed at President Joe Biden's inauguration. What was that moment like? Oh, it was incredible. You know, uh, just obviously just being a part of history like that was amazing. Um, uh, you know, it's one of those things we didn't really grasp the magnitude of what what we were doing because we had to, you know, because when you're taping it, you know, to be honest, you're taping it ahead of time and there's no uh, no audience there and it's kind of not happening in real time. Mm-hmm. It's a little surreal. It's kind of hard to process it until until I actually watched the when it kind of hit me, you know, what an incredible kind of historic thing to be a part of it was. And soon after the inauguration, one of your songs was featured in a Super Bowl ad for YouTube. What was it like hearing your song during the biggest sporting event of the year? Oh, that one is very, uh, that's huge, especially, you know, kind of, I'm from, born and raised in Texas, born and raised in South Texas. So, so that's almost like their ultimate uh, <laughs> validity for my family is to have a song in a football game is about as big as it gets. It's bigger than, you know, the, any inauguration or Grammys <laughs> or anything. So it was, it was pretty incredible. Who were you rooting for in the Super Bowl this year? I was going for Tom Brady. I was going for Kansas City. I mean, not Kansas City. What am I saying? Uh, that was Patrick Mahomes. <laughs> I was going for Tampa Bay. I was going for Tom. I think I may have been one of the only people I know going for Tom Brady. But... I think you might be the only person that I know rooting for Tom Brady. <laughs> yeah, you know, I used to hate him, and now I love him. Maybe I'm just getting older, too. For the YouTube ad, you guys had a song that was a cover of The Kinks. What made you choose to cover that song? Um, To be honest, that was already... Uh, uh, presented to us as a song, but we definitely had some, um, you know, discussions and deliberations whether not we wanted to do this. But when we heard the song and kind of sat with it for a second, it was just such a moving um, piece that we we went ahead and did it. 
one of your biggest songs right now is Colors. What is this song about? Um, you know, so, so Eric, uh, my partner in the project, wrote the song, I think, over 10 years ago, almost almost 12 at this point. And the, the interesting thing is that, you know, what uh, it's one of those songs that I think a lot of people kind of put their own meaning to. And, and I think that's the, the sign of, you know, a timeless kind of really epic piece of music in that. Um, you know, when he wrote it, I think it was more kind of an exploration of, of his self and, and, and his connection to higher calling and higher self. But, but in a way, it's, it's just, you know, here we are. And, and, you know, especially last year in 2020, it seemed to be a song that resonated with many people on, on a bunch of different levels. So was, I think it just kind of speaks to what a timeless song it is. On the deluxe version of your album, you guys released a cover of Tracy Chapman's Fast Car and then the separate vinyl that has a bunch of other covers. What was your favorite cover that you did? Ooh, it's too hard to say what the favorite one is. I would say um, I I was really keen to that uh, Fast Car cover we did because it was one of those songs that um, Eric had already been playing live in his his, uh, set when he was uh, just more of a solo kind of performing musician. Mm-hmm. And so he had already been playing it. And originally my idea for that was that we would do a cool live band arrangement. And we were um, about to get into that, but it just seemed so natural to hear him play it by himself. So I just joined on, you know, light uh, guitar accompaniment. And uh, and it, that's what the version you hear. And it's just, you know, it took such little effort, but it just felt so good. I know that you guys have been really busy, but is there any plans for new music this year? Oh, very much. I don't know, I, you know, in terms of how, when the release of new music would be, uh, you know, it's kind of up to the the uh, the powers that be and, and planning with, you know, with a record label on on all those kinds of details. But as far as us having new music this year done, yeah, we're very much in the process of, of working on it. Um, I would imagine we would have a new album this year for sure. I don't know, you know, in terms of when it would actually be released there's just a lot of factors that go into that, but but yeah, we will very we very much have a lot of new music working on. Ooh, I love to hear that. <laughs> Thank you. And I feel like the theme of this interview is how busy you guys have been. You were nominated for three Grammys this year. What did that feel like? Oh, it was, it was totally surreal. You know, it was uh, pretty much. Um, I mean, incredible. You know, it's interesting because when you you make the music, that's not really. You know, at least for us, what's not exactly what's going through our head is, oh man, we're doing this to, to get a Grammy or mm-hmm. to, you know, or whatnot. But, but it is a good validator because I do think, you know, sometimes we're we're very much, um, you know, come, came into some of those categories as the underdog, and and I think we we felt really proud that people were resonating it and resonating with the music, and also just uh, being acknowledged, you know, by institutions like that. And then taking it a step further, you performed at the Grammys. How was that? Yeah, that was in, that was incredible. You know, in a way that almost seems to be uh, our win at the Grammys was our was our performance and, and what it's kind of been doing in terms of turning new people into the band. I know Austin is a huge live music performance city. If it's safe, are there any plans to perform live this year or even go on a tour? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. We're, we've we've been. Um, kind of rescheduling consistently a set of dates that we we had a sold out a consecutive uh, set of four nights at a place called Stubbs here in Austin, Texas. Wow. And, um, I think we are really keeping fingers crossed that with the rate of vaccinations, particularly in this town, you know, we would be able to pull them off in May, late May. Oh, I hope that can happen. All right. Yeah, let's do 
My last question for you. If someone were to come to your city, what is the one thing they need to do? If they came to our city, what is the one thing they need to do? Wear a mask. All right. I think that's a good enough answer, though, and I think that can be applied pretty much anywhere. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. All right, Adrian. Well, thank you so much for your time and hanging out with me and the Studio Cuts podcast. Hey, thanks so much. Make sure to check out Colors by the Black Pumas if you haven't heard it already. And watch out for any new music that they release. And don't forget to catch Sunday Studio Cuts, a new music show featuring all of the up-and-coming alternative music hosted by me every Sunday at 10 p.m. on 92.7-96.9 WRRV. Join us next week as we interview another up-and-coming alternative artist on the Studio Cuts podcast.